Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Throw Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. This week, we're going to get into the top transits. This full moon in Virgo on Tuesday is a day to not miss. We'll go into pyrite, which is going to be our crystal of the week. The eight of cups, different ways to manifest and how we can assist in our manifestations. But before we get into that, we have to go over this disclaimer. This will help you decide whether to stay or whether to go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I am not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your numerologist, your astrologer, your witch, your mentor, your medium. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. I hope everybody had an amazing week last week. Uh, I got a lot of great feedback from the podcast episode last week, and uh, y'all are really enjoying this. Uh, First of all, I would like to shout out, we have a new update on Anchor, because I am using Anchor. First of all, I'd like to shout out all of my spotify subscribers i didn't realize that i had that many there is 1312 of you guys over on spotify that have decided to get notified every time i upload a new episode apple you guys are majority of my listeners i have no idea i don't get those reports from y'all but i know that um there's probably more than that over on apple so if you haven't already make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified every time i post an episode and make sure you give me that rating as well um i am so excited for this week let me not even say excited i am so prepared for this week there's so much going on in the sky that it's a time that we don't want to miss a large number of planets are going to be shifting in march opening up a new chapter uh for not just ourselves individually but also the society in general like we'll see a lot of fuck shit get cleared up in this month of march um the major changes start on tuesday when saturn enters into pisces and it's going to bring a time of reflection um, and enhanced wisdom overall Uh, we know that saturn's two-year transit through the sign um, is explored in greater depth and the introductions um, that are or even the transits that are taking place this week Saturn, Saturn, mm-hmm. Saturn shifts occurs or starts to occur Tuesday uh, during that full moon in Virgo, forming also a loose square with Mars, and it's going to trine with Uranus. Um, I know that this probably all sounds like soup to some of us that do not um, know or understand the aspects or the different symbols. Long story short. Boundaries, commitment, and loyalty to ourself and others will be tested, especially around this full moon. It's making the moon even more powerful. Um, 
the energy will feel more on the conservative side, but it's going to be driven um, by your faith and the boundaries that you have. And they're going to resurface with when it comes to your beliefs. Um, it's going to give that out with the old in with the new energy. And um, as long as you're remaining disciplined and you're allowing yourself to expand when it comes to your disciplines, because, you know, when we grow our disciplines, our goals, um, even what we're aligned with should be growing and expanding, especially spiritually. Um, so that, that is a major, major transit that's taking place. And I will talk about, I will talk about that more with the full moon episode that I will be posting, uh, this week to help us get through it. Um, it's going to feel sudden and you're you're suddenly going to be like this is outdated my beliefs my energy whatever this is outdated and i need a fucking change okay um and that's gonna last through friday friday there's some uh heavy hitting transits uh for example we have um the moon will enter into Scorpio. I believe on Wednesday it's going to enter into Libra, but the moon is going to enter into Scorpio Friday evening. Um, but before it does, um, we also have the moon that will still be sitting in Libra posing with Venus and Aries. That's that's another major transit. Transit, excuse me. Um, Friday's energy. Um, it, it's going to give us a feeling of determination and ambition. Um, and it's not going to assist you when it comes to teamwork, which could cause, uh, headaches, uh, around our work and maybe even, um, a little bit of drama. However, uh, it is also a very highly productive day, allowing you to plow through the tasks, um, that you may have prepared for the weekend. Um, and, it will help you free up some of that extra time that you think, oh shit, maybe I don't have enough time to do this. Maybe I don't have enough time to do that. Well, Friday is going to give you that energy to get three days worth of shit done in one day. So go with the gusto. Um, just be aware of how you're communicating, what you're saying, who you're saying it to. Um, Saturday and Sunday, we're talking about there's a little bit of romance in the air. Uh, try to do something spontaneous on Saturday because the feeling of love will just be further increased on Sunday. Um, Sunday's going to have some low-key vibes. It might be one of those days where we stay in, cuddle, um, find ways to increase our bond with those around us. Um but Sunday, again, when we're talking about that inner expansion, um, it, we have Jupiter, excuse me. Yes, Jupiter. I had to look at my notes. It looked like chicken scratch. Um, Jupiter in Aries is going to be conjunct with Chiron, which is also in Aries because we know when it's conjunct, it's in the same sign. Anyway, um, so we could, we could feel a little bit triggered, but we could also really want that affection and that love so um just relax chill out on sunday um also after the moon opposes uranus on saturday um it, it could have you feeling full of conversations and it could also allow you to um better process your emotions and that's going to lead up to the waning phase of the moon uh so this week 
overall, if we're talking about top transits, it's going to be Tuesday. Tuesday is the day that can change the trajectory of our entire year. So being prepared and um, being prepared and taking advantage of that energy would be to your best ability. I, I don't know if that, I said that right. Um, overall advice for this week. Um, if you've been swept away by toxic ideologies or group dynamics in the past two years, it's time to step back and reflect on what is really going on, okay? A sort of uh, deprogramming may be necessary to help return to reality this week. So what is it that you need to reflect on to help you move forward? This week's crystal is pyrite. Last week we did citrine. You know it's manifestation March. So we're going to be hitting on a whole bunch of our, um, I guess you could say like manifestation crystals. Um, I have a whole list of them in my pamphlet. Make sure if you are in the server that you um, check out the pamphlet. Um you can also um, check it out on my website. It is available for you guys. And if you're not in this server, make sure you join. The link will be in the description box. Um, or you can head over to witchbitchtarot.com to check that out. Um, so we have pyrite. Um, pyrite is great for our solar ple- solar, ple- 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 solar plexus. Its properties are um, great for strength, creativity, clarity, confidence, power, Um, physical healing, exercising, sports, manifestations. Remember, I'm not going to go on forever, (laughs) okay? Um, It is of the planets Mars and the sun. Zodiac sign Leo. It is of the element Earth. And we know that it has that pale um, brass, pale yellow, metallic-y. It looks like fool's gold. So when we talk about the science and origin of pyrite, um, again, pyrite is known as fool's gold. Fool's gold. Uh, it is an iron sulfide mineral that crystallizes in the form of masses, cubic, cubic, excuse me, um, stellocytes and botrydella. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this crystal can occur as a secondary mineral, often in association in association with others, such as quartz, turquoise, and lapis. Um, the first time that um, we we see it in text is 50 A.D., and um, it's named after the Greek word pyro, meaning fire. Um, the name was chosen because when you rub these jokers together it can cause a spark okay pyrite had many uses in ancient civilizations and uh it is continued to use to is continued to be used today um it was commonly used um as amulets rings lockets pins earrings in the greek empire sometimes it was passed off as gold um native americans used it as meditation and ceremonial tools because of its immense power and its immense capabilities of healing 
Um, when we talk about determination, um, pyrite is going to give you that gusto. Okay. What you believed to not be achievable can easily come to you when we're using pyrite. And that goes into its great manifestations, manifestation properties. Um, meditating with a piece of pyrite um, or simply carrying around the stone daily can have a dramatic effect on your life. Um, meditating with pyrite helps activate, um, helps activate that power within you again back to the determination um when i work with pyrite i know that i often use it when i am speaking my manifestations so if you're actively speaking them pyrite is a great way to help you achieve your manifestations through um spoken word ellipses um, some great crystals to pair it with are, um, quartz or selenite during the meditation process or the manifestation process session, whatever you want to call it. Um, they'll, they're going to enhance the effects of pyrite. And when we put them all together, especially using a grid, it's going to actually help open up that throat chakra and um, it's almost going to give you uh, an effect of chrysocolla when we use those three crystals together not only activating your personal will and confidence but also helping communicate your thoughts or ideas um, in a more articulate way um Again, if even if when it comes down to exercising, if exercising is or has been a challenge for you or getting to the gym, take a piece of pyrite with you. Um, if you're working at home or you're working out at home, hold on to a piece of pyrite. There's always pyrite on my desk. Um, it helps you stay focused. It's a great focuser, especially when we're talking about it hitting on that solar plexus chakra. Uh, you might even notice um, that when your body becomes fatigued, distractions start to creep in your mind. Pyrite will assist with keeping you focused and help you maximize um, that workout or the work that you are doing. Um, there's so much untapped potential. I had to sit back in my chair. There's so much untapped potential when we talk about pyrite. Um, people only use it, it. Well, let me not say that. Most of the time when I see it being used, it's being used only as a tool of manifestation. And yeah, that's great. But it's like buying a car and only driving it on Wednesdays. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. There's so much more and so many other places that you can go and things that you can do when it comes to this crystal. And if we are using it to the best of its ability, you can completely change the entirety, the trajectory of your life. Um, this is also why I say like, it's great that we have this access to crystals and it's great that we have access to being able to um, bring toward or being drawn toward these crystals. But sometimes it's great for us to just focus on a singular crystal or a crystal combination for the week and really work through it so we can see the effects of it. 
Um, that's why I choose a crystal for the week and um, you can swap in and out throughout the week but the main one um, is pyrite for this week so this week if you do have a piece of pyrite and if you don't head over to crystalpiscestudios.com it will be linked in the description box below um how will you be working with your pyrite today or this week The card of this week is the Eight of Cups. Let me tell you a story about the Eight of Cups because I was putting it in the server this morning and um, I'm visiting a family and my brother came in and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just preparing for my podcast. Uh, do you want to pick a card for the week? And he's like, do I just have to randomly pick it? And I was like, you can do what you want. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go through this deck and see... Um, I even had him pick the deck, so he even chose the deck. And he's like, I'm going to pick it and see um, which one really resonates with me. And um, we used the Wild Unknown Tarot deck today, and he um, he was going through them, and he was like, oh my gosh, I really like this card. It's, it, it's saying so much, and the broken glasses that could be full, um, I mean, that could be... Um, not broken and it's with this mountain it's like you have to walk away from something and i was like oh this is the eight of cups and mind you like i already like started typing about that today for my server and he was like that's weird i don't <laughs> i don't when things like that happen with my family sometimes they're like oh that's that weird shit kristen <laughs> Oh, Chris, you're on your shit again. And I'm like, am I though? Or is it just the universe aligning us? So this week, we will be talking about the Eight of Cups. Um, you guys know, I'm going to read it from the Rider Waithe. And then I will go into um, the Wild Unknown definition. Because you know we love us some Kimmy Cranes. And um, she has a special place in my heart. So when we talk about the Eight of Cups with the Rider Waif, um, a traveler holding a pilgrim's staff, um, reminiscent of the hermit. A lot of people don't know that, you know, the Eight of Cups is the hermit on the journey. This is why we know that it's not going into our shell. So fun fact. Um, walks away from eight stacked cups as though he is abandoning all he has achieved. He is dressed in a billowing red cloak. Red is the color of will and action, the landscape barren in the, um, and mountainous, except for the river which he has just crossed. The dark skies of breath and of stars, symbol of hope, only the moon looks down, both full and waning, symbolic of hidden things and of decrease, with a baleful expression on his face. The moon watches the traveler as he continues in the inhospitable landscape. 
So we also know, remember, the, all of the water that we see in, or even the rivers in the tarot deck, start at the feet of the high priestess, the robes, and then begins to flow through the empress's garden, which nurtures our journey, which nurtures, you know, the deck. Um, so the hermit, excuse me, the pilgrim or the traveler who is reminiscent of the hermit so we'll say the hermit is crossing one of the rivers of the high priestess's knowledge or the bringing of the high priestess so also take that into consideration then when we go into the divinatory meaning upright um, material gain abandoned fruitless journey cautious uh, excuse me causeless misery disappointment in love at the first card at what at first this card may appear completely negative it's a it points out that you throw away advantages and success in your life both materially and personally it warns you to be prepared for disappointment in love this could be because you are looking for something higher more spiritual even though this may be your goal, do not throw away all of your achievements without careful thought. The journey you take may not succeed in their purpose. Yeah, I'll say that again. The journeys you take may not succeed in their purpose. Then when we talk about it in reverse, interest in success, joy, feasting, celebration, material over spiritual. When you see the chance for success, take it while you can. This card also suggests that celebrations are at hand, particularly if they are involving traveling. At this time, your material needs must take precedence over your spiritual ones. The Eight of Cups, like when I get the Eight of Cups with the Three of Cups, for me, it's like, all right. Uh, we need to we, we need to celebrate and we, that may be in a material way um, because sometimes we get intoxicated when it comes to our spiritual growth and our spiritual abundance and sometimes we just gotta uh, 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 go 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 let one off you know <laughs> go let one off um, then when we talk about the Eight of Cups um, in the Wild Unknown Tarot, um, she talks about it being stagnation and ill of health. The Eight of Cups sends an urgent message to pack your bags and move on. There's no hope of rekindling what's been lost. You must start anew. This card also points to a phase of illness and physical stagnation. The message could not be more clear. Nothing good remains from where blah, blah, blah. nothing good remains for you here. Lift your eyes to the horizon and let your feet lead you forward. When I get the eight of cups upright, I'm always like, this like it's time for you to walk away. Right, it's time for you to walk away. Like right now, this is a fruitless journey, and you need to you need to scat. 
Um, so when I see that in a reading, that's typically what I say. I also um, like to remind those because sometimes we can um, feel some type of way when we're told to walk away or we're told to um, move forward or just leave it behind. That can that can be fucking hard, right? Whether it's meant for us to walk away or not, um, walking away from something or somebody or a situation uh, that has been present in our life for a while can be hard. I often tell um, those that I read for, think about what you're walking toward. Stop focusing so much about um, what you're walking away from because we know we have to walk away. It's a fruitless journey. We have to abandon ship. It's causing stagnation. It's causing us um, to maybe even drown, right? Um, Think about what you're walking toward. When you go on a trip, you're not like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving my house behind all of my trinkets and my other clothes and da da da. No, you're like, bet, let's go because I know that where I'm going is going to be amazing. You don't focus on all of the things that you've left behind. You don't focus on that shirt you didn't bring with you, right? Some of us do, but you know, in the grand scheme of things. So um, what is one small step you can take toward creating a more fulfilling and meaningful life? How can you commit to taking the first step? Now we get into it. Ways to manifest. Um, Last week, we talked about how our words have power. Our words are our spells. Um, And I think that is 101. We have to realize that what we say, how we say it, um, even the actions towards it, uh, it's the foundation to manifesting. And um, that is no matter what method of manifestation you are doing. Um, so when we talk about manifest, manifest, uh-huh, um, it refers to the process of bringing your desires, goals, or intentions into reality through power of thought, visualization, and belief. Um, I, I think, and this is going to, this is just my opinion. Do your own research. I just fucking work here. Okay. I think this goes back to that 101. Um, Set clear intentions. Be clear on what it is that you want to manifest. If you are not clear on what it is that you were trying to bring toward you, how much harder is it going to be to bring it toward you? Okay. You also have to believe in yourself. Believe that you can achieve it. (laughs) Have faith in your ability to trust the universe to help assist and provide for you. Okay. Practicing that gratitude. I've been doing a lot of gratifying um, prompts in the server and in the mentorship to help us align with our manifestations. We have to be grateful for what we already have. 
When we express gratitude for the blessings in our life, it helps us focus more on the positive aspects of what it is that you are trying to bring toward you. Uh, take inspired actions, right? Take actions toward your goals, following your intuition. Don't sit here and say you're trying to manifest a million dollars. I'm trying to manifest all of this money. And you think the only way that it's going to take place is you going and buying a motherfucking lottery ticket. How is that aligning you with the action? That once, I mean, excuse me, the manifestation, that one singular action. You have to take action toward it. You have to put the energy out. We get what we give. Let go of the attachment. I think Oprah honestly said it the best. She's like, bitch, I just manifest and then I forget about it because I already know that it belongs to me, right? When we let go of the outcome or the attachment to that outcome, uh, it allows us, again, to practice that gratitude and trust the universe will bring it to you, right? Bring to you what you need, not necessarily what it is that you want, okay? Practicing positive affirmations. Repeat positive affirmations to yourself regularly. Again, this helps maintain that positive mindset and attract the positive experiences that you are calling toward you. Okay. We also we also have to remember that manifestation is a process and it requires patience, persistence, and positivity. The three P's of manifestation or manifesting, excuse me. People become so impatient when it comes to what we're calling toward us. Or we fall off because we're like, fuck, this shit is not happening. I I'm trying to listen to these bitches and it's not happening. Your persistence and your patience automatically begats your negativity. So your lack of patience and your lack of persistence will not bring positivity. It's going to bring negativity. So in one foul swoop, you just fucked up all of it. The three pieces of manifestation. Okay. If you follow your practice, if you are persistent, if you are patient, it increases the ability for your manifestation and or desires to be drawn toward you. Okay? Your lack of... Look, I'm going to tell you a story. We're going to go to a commercial break. I'm going to tell you a story. I remember... Um, and I talk about this often, and if this is your first time hearing it, well, good for you, fuck. Um, there was a time in my life where nothing was going right, and um, it's when I really found the power of manifestation. And it was uh, right before the pandemic, I couldn't find a job, I couldn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to, um, progress forward in my life it was very challenging and um i kept seeing um youtube this is before tiktok was a thing i kept seeing youtube videos and on my instagram the power of manifestation the secret da -da 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 -da. 
So um, I, I started with the secret and then I read the four agreements and I was like, all right, if like, what, what's the worst that could happen? If I can be consistent, like I don't got shit else to do. I don't have a job. I'm, I'm, I don't like, might as well. Everybody else says it works. Every time I tried, it doesn't work for me. And then I had to step back and be like, well, I haven't been persistent and I'm not, I haven't been positive with it. And I haven't, I haven't been patient. And I was like, all right, this time I'm like, what is the worst that could happen? My manifestations come into fruition, get everything that I want. Um, and I stuck to it. I really did. Even sometimes when I began to grow impatient, I would um, reaffirm and I would shift my mindset and I would um, address that negative thought and replace it with a positive one. I was following all of these methods and really listening and doing my researches and leading through my intuition. And um, it, it took it took about two months, three months. Um, and my manifestation came to me and it was bigger than I had ever visualized it to be. And then I said, well, wait, is it bigger than I ever realized it to be or visualized it to be? And I would go back and I went through my journals and my practices and I'm like, well, no, like this is exactly, this is exactly what I've been bringing toward me. This is exactly what I'm bringing toward me. When I tell you it was my patience, it was my persistence, it was me replacing those negative thoughts with those positive thoughts that brought me toward that manifestation. I bet y'all are like, I wonder when she manifested. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um... I will say this, though, in reference to that manifestation. Um, which bitch Tarot would have never existed without, without my persistence, my patience, and my positivity toward my manifestation? And um, if you're an A1 day one to which bitch Tarot, uh, I know you know the whole story, and I know you... Um, know exactly why I'm cackling like that um, and I have the receipts to prove it <laughs> so um, patience persistence and positivity if you don't take anything from this fucking episode take that okay this is free game I'm giving y'all free game okay um Welcome back from our commercial break. Thank you for joining us. Um, so then when we talk about the different methods, right? Because I just talked about, you know, these are the things. No matter what method we use, we have to set clear intentions, believe in ourselves, practice gratitude, take those actions, let go of attachment, practice those positive affirmations, right? Um, and have the three piece present in all of these various methods 
no matter what, those are consistent. So when we go over these next few methods of manifestation, keep all of those in mind, okay? Um, you also, a lot of people, and this is what drew me to um, make this list or compile this list, is because that was a question that kept getting asked in my server. Well, how do I know which way is best for me? What do I know? How, like, how do I know if I'm doing it right? You're doing it right until you find out you're doing it wrong. Keep that same energy, okay? As long as you have patience, persistence, and positivity, you're doing it right until you're doing it wrong, okay? Um, and you have, just do various things. There's an exercise that we're doing now. If you know, you know. Um, I got it from Mr. Brendan himself. If you know him, what up? If he's listening, I really hope he is. I'm gonna manifest it. What's up? Um, manifest a blue feather, manifest a blue feather, um, manifest a purple hat, manifest a, um, something random that's not in your everyday life. And each one of these do it in a different way or, um, each manifestation, use it in a different way and see which one works, see which one feels good to you. Uh, there are multiple ways to do this shit, right? You're creating your own reality. Just because you haven't in the past doesn't mean you can't right now. Anyway, visualization. Visualization. You know, every now and again, like, I fuck with the visualization one. But, I, you know, I start seeing and visualizing other stuff. And um, <laughs> that one doesn't necessarily work out too well for me. But I know some people that it does work out for. Um, so this this involves creating a mental picture of what it is that you actually are trying to manifest or draw toward you. Um, you can use imagery, sounds, sensations, whatever, um, to help make this visualization as vivid and real as possible. Okay. We then have the affirmations. A lot of people, this is like the, um, this is like the positive statements that you repeat to yourself, right? Um, out loud or in your mind. Affirmations, we know help shift our attitude. They help shift our beliefs. Um, and they also make it better and easier for us to manifest our desires. Um, the gratitude method, um, this focus this um this one focuses on you really aligning with what you are already grateful for in your life and expressing thanks for them um it, it helps cultivate that mind of uh positivity which is it's was just essential that was a lot of s's for success when it comes to manifestation. You know, I am grateful for that six bedroom house that I have, right? Do you have it yet? No, but like you have to be grateful for it, duh, right? I am grateful for living at the top of the Empire State Building penthouse. I am grateful for getting this promotion at work. I am grateful that my home and my hearth is um, my sanctuary, right? Journaling. Write down your thoughts and desires in a journal to help you clarify 
your manifestations to help identify them right limiting those negative beliefs and, and that help that that one really helps when it comes to setting those clear intentions um i know that i typically start my manifestations with journaling and then it'll evolve from there and i'll be like okay well maybe i need to do a little bit of this maybe i need to do a little bit of that okay um it helps unblock that um it helps unblock the inability to set that intention or to know what it is that you actually are trying to bring toward you. Uh, meditation. Meditation. Um, it can help quiet your mind, right? When we do meditative manifestations, um, it, it, it helps us visualize, um, but it also um Again, we know meditation has its effects on reducing stress, overall well-being, our alignment. Um, so meditation is more about um, helping align with your manifestations and really focusing your intention on, excuse me, your attention on making it easier to visualize um, when we are talking about manifesting your desires, okay? Again, these are just my opinions sound off sound off you know shoot me a message so i don't know this is just my opinion take what you want from it um and then creative visualization so this one i was like creative visualization to me is like the journaling and the visualization part so vision boarding um you know bringing those um images to the forefront to help you manifest um if you want you know if you want a new car having that picture of that car on your desk or in your actual car and you know being able to visualize it um when you're driving so for me um the creative visualization is hitting on the journaling and the visualization part and that's what i decided to name it dot 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 um but really vision boarding and being able to visualize and journal like putting those excerpts or your affirmations even on that board to help you visualize it um and just to make it as realistic as possible okay um and then we have scripting uh, this involves writing out a detailed script of what you want to manifest as if it has already happened, right? Um, sometimes at the be well, okay, let me say this. When I do my scripting, I do one scripting a year. Um, so at the end of, for example, at the end of 2022, um, I wrote myself a letter as if it was the end of 2023 and I've been doing it for a few years and then on New Year's Eve of that year I open it and uh, I align with the letter that I wrote to myself a year ago as if the year already had taken place if that makes sense I hope it does to you I don't know if I articulated it in the way that it needed to be um but those are those are some those are like those are just some basic ways okay um there could be some on here that i did not list that you prefer to use continue to use them i'm just some random bitch that you found on the internet in your podcast search okay 
I'm just out here. <laughs> um, so then, um, on the witchy side, on our craft side of it, um, some great herbs um, and things that you can use. I, I mainly did herbs. Well, not mainly. I only did herbs. Um, and even like um, you could use like the oil version. Um, you could do the instant version. You can do the actual herb itself but these are some great herbs that can assist you when it comes to your manifestations cinnamon bay leaves rosemary lavender sage iffy iffy and i'll go into that in one moment and then patchouli um cinnamon is associated with abundance and prosperity we all know our beginning of the month cinnamon ritual that we've seen um it's used to attract wealth and success and manifest your desires. We have bay leaves, um, powerful manifesting properties, um, writing your wish or desire manifestation on a bay leaf, then burning it and releasing it to the universe. Chef's kiss, baby. <laughs> Chef's kiss, baby. Uh, rosemary is associated with memory, clarity, and focus. Um, this can be used to help, um, enhance that visualization or that to help you concentrate when it comes to, um, your manifestation. So if you're doing that visualization aspect, I, excuse me, that visualization, visualization method, or even the meditative method to help kind of clear your mind to, um, open up that pathway to visualization, burning some rosemary, burning uh, or excuse me diffusing some rosemary while you do it okay um we know that lavender is calming in um it has those soothing properties i'm y'all already know how i am when it comes to lavender um but it can help uh it can help reduce the anxiety it can help re reduce the impatience um it can help promote the persistence because we're not as anxious toward that manifestation um sage and i put this on here um I, I went back and forth on if i should put it on here or not um do your research about sage not every you shouldn't be using sage every day it's not it's not for everybody um and i'm not gonna go into it make sure you do your research most sage that is in circulation was either poached or um and or unethically resourced um or stolen and sold to mass markets um if you grow your own sage that is one thing right and this is why i um this is why i uh i went back and forth on it um i, I stopped growing my own sage um don't ask me why okay anyway um but if you have your own sage and um you know you ethically sourced it not even i'm not even gonna say that um if you grow your own sage i'm only gonna leave it at that um or if you get it from the grocery store and then you dry it out okay um it's often used to clear negative energy, create that clean slate um, for manifestation. And um, it, it's very powerful when it comes to clearing your space to help with the success of manifesting. OK, 
okay then we have patchouli i love this um it's associated with love and the attraction of love and if we're bringing love or self-love toward us um especially when we're talking about manifesting healthily um when it comes to love patchouli is where it's at okay Oh, we did a lot. We talked about a lot this episode. It was a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, um, you guys know I couldn't do this without you, and I wouldn't want to. Make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com so you can see everything that I have to offer. I don't just offer this podcast. I don't just offer private readings. You just have to go to the website and see. It will be linked in the description box below. Make sure that you head over to Crystal Pisces Studios, Tumble Tuesdays. Um, you guys can get some great tumbles for the crystals that we talked about this week um, or even in the past that we've talked about. Um, she can help you with all of your crystal needs. She doesn't just sell tumbles, okay? Um, also, um, for your astrology calendars, head over to oralineshop.com. Use the code witchbitch to get 10% off of your entire purchase. Um, I think that's it. I feel like I'm always forgetting something. Um, be kind to yourself. Be gentle to yourself. Um, and for those that I started, I'm adding Easter eggs at the end. So if you're staying until the end, um, we're 49 minutes in. If you book a private session um, after staying to the end for this Easter egg, make sure that uh, you type in the code WITCHBITCH to get 15% off of your private session. So if you stay to the end... Again, if you book a private session, you will get 15% off using the code WITCHBITCH. As you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, motherfucker, I do not sell owls. So stop asking.